Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. And we're back. It's the captain. It's the ticket, 93.7. Talking to Coach Darlington. Secondary coach from 19, keep, peep this, 1973 to 2002. Yeah, in the first 13 years, I had outside linebackers, uh, which we called defensive ends, and two of the – well, we had two first-rounders out of that group and uh, four first-team All-Americans and a lot of other good players. So, um, you know, we were – I was blessed to coach some really good outside backers and and before I moved to the secondary in 87. And then, uh, of course, as you know, I had uh, – you win because you have talented players and, uh, uh, you know – I was blessed to have coached a number of uh, outstanding players. I got Cedric, Reggie Cooper. Not Cedric, Reggie Cooper be on tomorrow, Coach. Oh, great. Yeah, and uh, that would have been around the time that you went to the secondary, right? 87-ish would have been Reggie Cooper would have been around that time. Yeah, years run by, but, uh, you know, he was a, a fine player. And uh, of many, I was writing down uh, names of players that uh, all maybe were first-round draft choices and uh, uh, certainly first-team all Big uh, 8 or Big 12, whatever league we're in. And the, the list was just unbelievable. Who who's uh, some of them names? Well, you don't have a long enough show to go over. Or... <laughs> well, just give me some. Well, Tyrone Legat, Tyrone Williams, Mike Minner, uh, Blazik, who was the athlete of the year in the nation, combining academics and football, Tim Jackson, Mike Brown, Ralph Brown, Darren Miles, uh, Eric Warfield, skipping over some, Eric Stokes. I mean, just, you know, the Bullocks and... And I, you know, I missed some, to be honest with you, because you just, and not to uh, short anybody, but a number of those players were first round uh, draft choices uh, and uh, went on and had fine pro careers, and they were excellent players for us. And, uh, you know, it just, uh, you, you don't, you aren't successful unless you have very good players. And obviously you hope you don't screw them up with your coaching, but uh, have players with athletic talent and uh, all the intangibles. And uh, I'll tell you one little story. Eric Warfield got drafted by the Chiefs team down in Kansas City. And the defensive coordinator called me and said, well, we've recruited, uh, you know, drafted Eric to play corner. Uh, did you play him at corner? 
And, uh, you know, I tried to be polite and everything like that. And I just told the coach, I said, well, coach, we have a lot of good defensive backs. And, uh, you know, they play their, you know, we play the best players and can't put them all at corner. And every one of those kids during that area era went on to play in the NFL. And uh, when you have talent like that, it, uh, it gives you the opportunity because you have to have talent uh, to be successful. And, and talent involves, as we both know, not just athleticism and attitude, etc. All those things are very, very important. Work ethic, etc. How, but, uh, you know, we were blessed with a lot of good players. How important was that when you, like, when you looked at a recruit? This is from John. When you looked at a recruit, was it more important that the recruit pass the eye test or go for the player that was the fastest and the strongest? Well, I didn't want any snails. <laughs> <laughs> and I got in some arguments with some of uh, other assistants that won't be mentioned because they would be recruiting and want to recruit a player in their area when we had areas. And uh, I would reject them. And uh, all that was, uh, how can you do that? But, um, you know, we set a standard of what we wanted and what we felt we could play Miami and Florida State with because that was uh, the idea in the secondary, okay, can we line up and and defeat Miami and Florida State with the talent? And, and that doesn't mean that other teams like Oklahoma didn't have good wide receivers too. But why put – because until I became secondary coach, we never recruited defensive backs. Uh, we would just take players who were on the team, maybe came as wing backs or eye backs, and were third team, and then we would move them. Uh, but the problem is, in a game like one year, we lost to Oklahoma. They threw three passes, and I think two for touchdowns. And it wasn't the corner's fault. It was bi- biology. And it was simply a matter that uh, they were four seven and the receiver was four five, mm. and they did everything they could technique wise. But ball goes forty yards down the field. The bigger, faster guy is going to win a certain percentage of the time. So we set a standard of what we wanted, and we were blessed to get a number of of those people. How important is special teams? I, I mean, and I know the answer to this from back in the day, but, you know, the only thing we can go on is what we see now. So how important is special teams? I know Bill Bush is back. There's actually a special teams coordinator. But how important is special teams to the grand scheme of the game? Well, uh, as I teach my football facts classes in Omaha and in Lincoln, uh, really emphasize the point. There are three phases of football, offense, defense, and kicking. And you better win two of the three if you're going to be successful. Uh, a kicking game is vitally, vitally important. 
uh, and we're not talking out of school to say that uh, Nebraska has been deficient in the last four years in the kicking game for a number of reasons. But, uh, you know, you, you, you're, if you never win the kicking game, you're going to probably not have a winning season because that would mean that you'd have to be so dominant in offense and defense that you could overcome kicking errors. Now, we can reflect back, unfortunately, last year in the Michigan State game. Uh, we soundly were beating Michigan State, and uh, they ran a punt back for a touchdown. We had other games down through the years. Teams ran kickoffs back. Uh the Iowa game, we had that under control and uh, had a mistake uh, in punt protection. They block the punt, they score. They come back and win. So the kicking game is extremely, extremely important. And like we referred back to Baron Miles, you say, well, gee, here's a guy who could have been a great, great punt returner. And he could have been. But he was more valuable to the team as a, a as a rush end or a rush guy, and uh, you know when when you have that kind of situation, we had Eric Warfield as a rush guy. Uh, you know we had other people that threatened the uh, punter, and and that made it easier to return punts because they were so concerned about protection but uh, no it's very very important and that's an area that has to prove and I'm not talking out of school I mean they know that and they are working to get the uh, special teams really in great shape and Bill will do a tremendous job yeah Bill Bill's gonna do a great job he was there when we was there back in the day and He's had a great tenure as far as the places he went and coached and how successful he is. Uh, Prince uh, Amukamara talked about Bill Bush and, and how he, he how he recruited him. And so, Coach, we got to go to another break. But when we get back, I want to talk about you uh, teaching football 101. And you just talk, touched on how long you've been doing that. How did you get into teaching football 101? 